Now, John sends a question to us, which is more about some of the terms that we throw around in our conversations, and maybe we just talk a little bit about them. Um, and some of them I'm not so sure we even use, but uh, maybe we do have an opinion about it. So, so first of all, you talk a little bit about if we can just define alpha, and I think um, that's probably uh, easily done. Alpha is usually associated with the outperformance that you deliver compared to your benchmark. And I think to some extent in the CTA space, I mean, you can argue that it's a little bit difficult perhaps to say what exactly is your benchmark. On the other hand, there are three or four that are often quoted. And I actually mention them uh, in each week's episode when I go through the performance. But in our case, probably the one that comes closest is what's called the the SOC Gen Trend uh, Following Index. Um, and so anything we can do to deliver better returns than that, for example, would be considered uh, alpha. Then you talk about crisis alpha and smart beta and implied volatility um, why don't uh, you, Jerry, or, or Moritz, talk a little bit about those terms that we come across from time to time as well? Yeah. Um, so those were implied volatility, smart beta, uh, smart beta, and crisis alpha. Okay, I think crisis alpha. We touched on that. What that means is the ability of, especially ACTA, to um, to perform really well during periods of equity duress, right? Most people look at equities. We've said that earlier in this in this episode. So equities go down, your CTA performance goes up. And if that's the case, then that's equated to crisis alpha. Um, implied volatility, I'm not sure if we ever spoke about implied volatility, but um, volatility measures fluctuations. Implied volatility is the expected volatility of a certain instrument for a a defined period of time in the future. So for instance, options, uh, their value, they um, is derived from implied volatilities. Um, I'm not sure if we want to go into more detail there, but that is implied vol. And then smart beta, that is such a broad and difficult topic for me that <laughs> I don't know if it's smart. I don't really know what it is. It is, I think, to the largest part, a, a very nice marketing term that uh, you know, firms came up with better ways of passive investing, passive long only uh, investing, uh, even um, by you know assigning different weights to um, uh, to stocks or instruments that are included in an index. So, for instance, weighting stock by uh, sales or revenue numbers or all sorts of ratios, as opposed to market capitalization. I think this is how it started. Whether that's smart or not, I don't know. <laughs> that's fair enough. Convexity is a word that comes up from time to time. Anyone want to comment on the word convexity? Some people use it more than others. I don't think we use it a lot, actually. But uh... Convexity? Um, yeah. Okay. So convexity means that you have a nonlinear uh, reaction, Um to, to an event, right? So if, say, you know, using using options here again, options are nonlinear uh, and therefore convex instruments in their behavior, you could buy a put option on the S&P 500. And if the S&P 500 then drops, um, um, say, by one, you could make a gain of larger than one 
um, from that option. So that is a convex uh, behavior there. And, and the more the S&P then drops and the more that option becomes uh, close to at the money or even in the money, um, the larger that reaction becomes. So, so there you have that, that increase in that reaction behavior, um, which is convex. Yeah, perfect. 